0: Our
1: culture right now tells us that racial justice warriors and their social justice compatriots are the best, the most righteous, the most beautiful people in the world, and whatever they do is worth it and just and right. Take a look. Yeah, this looks like, uh, well, violence and carnage to uh, most normal people. But for the mainstream media and for the woke left, this is, well, fixing systemic racism. This is beautiful stuff. None of these people were arrested. This was part of that amazing movement that even Barack Obama said had to happen. This is beautiful. But do you want to see something horrific and horrible? Here it is. One rock through one car. And we have a horrible, racist incident on our hands. Now, this just happened in Florida yesterday. Hey, folks, we've all seen a lot of viral videos, right? We've seen some awful things. Sometimes we see funny things. Uh, You tell me, what is it we're looking at that is so disturbing? Viral video, somewhere before it, a window was broken. Take a look. This is making international headlines right now.
2: Right here, buddy. Right here. Tell me what you were doing. Burning out racing through my neighborhood.
3: Burning out no racing
2: through my neighborhood. not to. Get out of my face. I'm not in your get face. face. Get got, out of my hey, neighborhood. Who got the gun? Go? Go? The guy got who's got a permit Scary. You're dog.
1: the
2: one
0: that would get
2: right. a gun. All right. All right. Get but
0: out
4: of this neighborhood.
2: All right. Get out of
4: this neighborhood. You don't go on here. But y'all want to smash window
2: smash
1: the window all right how does that stack against viral videos that we've all seen i didn't see any violence i did not hear the n-word or racism that i could detect uh i didn't see much of anything as far as videos things that people watch all day long this is quite lame tame although at this point it's racked up several million views because the villains are those affluent-seeming gentlemen who are white. And the person who took the video is this individual. His name is uh, Jermaine, and let's take a look at how the media is already portraying him. He is officially the victim. Now, the victim of what? It's unclear. His car was damaged, but there's a lot more to this story, although they're not telling the whole story. Two men in that video who are angry, They're both arrested, all right? They were, uh, boy, they really mean business in Florida, the jumpsuits and everything. All right, let's see what happened. Show me the raw tape first.
2: Get out of my face. I'm not in your Get face. face. Get out of my neighborhood. This is the cell phone video he captured after he was confronted and surrounded by white neighbors while he was trying to park at his friend's house. He said one of the men, now identified as Howard Hughes, struck his car with a cone and said Donald Corsi threw a large rock through the window.
0: And he explained the story to me, and I'm like, You mean to tell me that grown men did this to you?
1: Sorry, that's the news footage, okay? Grown men did this to you. Now, you can't throw a rock through somebody's window, right? I mean, you can if you're protesting for social justice. That's a totally different story. But a white man may have done it. And he may have had a white friend who threw something else a rubber cone. What happened next?
2: His mother called it scary. They believe this was a hate crime. Even though Jermaine's passenger was white, some of the language directed at him by neighbors made him feel discriminated against. Get out of this neighborhood. Get out of this
1: neighborhood. Neighborhood. Get out of this neighborhood. OK, I, again, I've heard worse. Um, what's that all about? Where is this coming from? Will the reporter ever tell us why these people are upset? What happens next?
2: The two men were arrested for charges related to The Rock and The Cone. We stopped at Donald Corsi's business to try to get his side of the story, but no one answered. Records indicate Hughes is a supervisor for a business that runs McDonald's franchises in Orlando. No one returned our calls from there either. No respect. This is a neighborhood where little kids play. And you come running down here, you think you're a race car driver. But he didn't think adults in that neighborhood handled it the right way. I don't think what they did was right.
4: Um, I don't think they had the right to throw a rock through my car and damage it and also assault my friend with the coon.
1: All right. So they're glossing over it, but it looks like speeding was involved. We'll get to that in a moment. But did you see showing up at the guy's business? I mean, the media, they're in full on cancellation mode with this story.
2: Next. Next. And Jermaine told us he doesn't know if he really even feels safe going into this neighborhood anymore. He said he had nightmares that very first night after that happened. And then last night he said he had trouble sleeping.
1: Those are not very significant um,
2: consequences,
1: are they? I had trouble sleeping last night. So what? Um, This reporter, though, is playing all the right uh, notes when it comes to the virtue signaling.
2: They feel like if this driver was a white guy like me, for example, even if I was speeding through that neighborhood, it never would have escalated to a situation like this. Did you hear what he said? A white guy like me. Ooh, I hear this all the
1: time from white guys. It's very pejorative, by the way. I don't like it. White guy. What do I know? I'm just a white guy. Oh, if I were a white guy, it's a status virtue signal. Not good when anybody does it. So what about the speeding? He said he would not have had a hard time if he were speeding through the neighborhood. This didn't make the peace. The kid was speeding in the neighborhood, big time. Take a look. Yeah, that would definitely perturb homeowners, don't you think? Especially those with little kids in the neighborhood. And that's just what we saw. What else happened? And oh, by the way, talk about reckless, a passenger was hanging out of the car at the same time. This is a danger to themselves and to the community. Clearly, people were upset, and you're allowed to be upset in America. Yes, you are. You are allowed to be angry at people, even if they don't look like you. By the way, speaking of the victim, Um, I'm just wondering quite frankly, if maybe his vision was somehow obscured and he hit the gas by mistake. I mean, we need a full and complete investigation. Uh, that's possible. Now the guys were arrested again. Just, I mean, just look at them. I mean, they, these are, these are, these are evil looking guys, right? They must've done something. I mean, look at them, right? You get what's going on here. They're villainized right off the top, right off the top, just by their appearance, I mean, to be angry and white in America, and a man, watch out, watch out. That's not a good thing, and everybody's got a camera. I don't like the discussion that's happening regarding race in America. It's a silly conversation to avoid having an important, substantial, consequential one. It continues all the time. Who remembers these very important, well, important cases, culturally at least? Trayvon Martin. Michael Brown and Jacob Blake. Um, They're doing a retrospective on MSNBC this weekend. They're focusing on the fathers of these men. Take a look.
4: We see that yeah. that picture of that young man, um, all he was armed with was a, a bag of Skittles and Arizona iced tea shot and killed by a neighborhood watchman. And then you have a year and a half later, uh, Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, a scuffle with the police officer. Mm-hmm. The officer said he feared for his life, shot him down in the street. He laid baking in the sun for four hours, and we know what happened after that. Uh, Jacob Blake in, in um, 2018 um, was, you know, being detained, shot four times in the back by a police officer. Yeah. He is paralyzed.
1: He's still with us. All right. Now, this is definitely the Reader's Digest, woke Reader's Digest version of what went down. Very, very abbreviated. Trayvon Martin, his well, George Zimmerman was found not guilty. Anybody who knows anything about that case knows that he was defending himself, fighting for his life. That's a cute picture of Trayvon, but it was old and it does not depict the person he was that night, not by a long shot. Michael Brown, nobody ever seems to point this out that the Obama Justice Department said that the the shooting was justified, or they look at this video, just moments before he was killed, where he seems to be essentially robbing a convenience store. And Jacob Blake, grabbing that knife and turning to threaten the officers. This is all left out in that little summary that we had on MSNBC. But this is about them, but it's also about the fathers of these gentlemen, They find the fathers, and uh, well, quite frankly, in my opinion, from what I know, at least two of them were deadbeat dads. Yeah, they were, but now they're glorified. Uh, Tracy Martin was there. He did a lot of time in jail, and was not there for Trayvon Martin at critical points in his life. They're gonna gloss over that, though. They're just not gonna go there. Uh, Mr. Brown, the father of Michael Brown, Also, similarly uh, troubled and absent, according to the mother of Michael Brown. Absent for vast portions of this young man's life. Now, this is the father of Jacob Blake. He has something to say, and he says it in a pretty racist way.
4: When that 18-year-old walked into that grocery store in Buffalo, New York, that white boy walked in there and killed those people. It never was a question of how his parents raised him. That was never. That was, that was never a question. Well, actually
1: it was a question, but how they raised him was the question. How they raised him, but they raised them. They raised them, all right? That man suspected in the Buffalo shooting horrible, was raised by his parents. We know that. And still, we had a total horrible catastrophe. The parents did raise him. How? We don't know. But they were there. Man just framed it so poorly, inaccurately, and with a little bit of uh, hate, calling him a white boy. You can call him, I guess, whatever you want at this point. What am I getting at here? we could have a conversation like Barack Obama wanted to have about fathers in the black community. Too many fathers going AWOL. Too many fathers in the black community going MIA. I I look forward to this um, Father's Day special on MSNBC, and I wonder if they will explore that angle. Will they? I shall be tuning in. All right, folks, stay with us. Hey, remember that stunt that Beto pulled uh, right after that shooting in Texas? Well, it certainly did not help him. This guy is way back in the polls. He wants to be Texas governor. Beto, I don't think it's going to happen. We'll be right back.
0: Hi, Rob Carson here. If you love watching Newsmax, you're really going to love listening to our new podcast. It's called the Newsmax Daily. I host it, and I give you the best briefing of the big news of the day, top newsmaker interviews, and even, yes, a few laughs. I know it's hard to believe. So if you're uh, driving, walking, exercising, just about anywhere, you can connect with the Newsmax Daily with me, Rob Carson. Find our podcast online or go to iPhone, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, and more, and start listening today.
1: All I can can say say is is that that the the fake fake news just just doesn't doesn't get it. it. And here's a little but very prime example of how much they don't get it. I mean, how many people do you know who are really excited about COVID vaccines for one and two year old kids? I mean, really super excited.
0: That's what they say.
3: Still to come here an update many parents
0: will be ecstatic to hear we are one step closer to vaccines for kids younger than five ecstatic ecstatic between
1: you and your doctor make the decision but ecstatic maybe it's just me how about this in texas beto o'rourke good news is doing terribly in the polls you know he wants to be the next governor of texas Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. And that silly stunt he pulled after Uvalde, remember when he went to the press conference and essentially heckled the governor and everybody else?
4: Excuse me. Excuse me. To to uh, to to <laughs> Excuse me. Sit down. Sit down you're out no, of you're
0: out of line us. and an embarrassment. Hey. Sit, sit, sit out down and rid- the next hey, shooting is right now and you are doing nothing. No, please get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to over. This is totally predictable when you Sir, you're out of line. Sir,
2: you are out of line. Sir, you are out of line. Please leave this auditorium.
1: Yeah. This was uh Bad political headwork May have felt great in the moment, but mm-mm, bad, bad, bad. And people in Texas will never forget that moment. That's my that's my sense. Hey, do you know who James Patterson is? He's a gifted writer, uh, fiction and nonfiction. He has uh, dozens of books. Uh, these are some of his uh, bestsellers. Really nice guy uh, and very smart. Oh, he just came out with a memoir about himself. It's called um, may we see? Yeah, James Patterson by James Patterson. And he gave an interview for to the Times of London, and he said something that I think is very true. That's my sense, at least. White male writers are victims of racism. Can you get a job? Yes. Is it harder? Yes. It's even harder for older writers. You don't meet many 52-year-old white males. Just another form of racism. Well, it's not only in literature. You feel it all over the place. Uh, it's happening. It's not a joke. But the woke, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. And the literacy world has a lot of woke people in it. They made him apologize. That's my sense, at least. I haven't talked to him, but he is apologizing. I apologize for saying white male writers having trouble finding work is a form of racism. I absolutely do not believe that racism is practiced against white writers. Please know that I strongly support our diversity of voices being heard in literature, in Hollywood, everywhere. Uh, I think somebody made him do that, although he is maybe maybe he did it himself. Diversity of voices. Yeah. The voices being different, not those who too much emphasis on what people look like, not the content. What did Martin Luther King say? Right. The content of the character, not the color of the skin. Makes sense. Hey, New York City and New York State. We've got huge problems, and leadership here let the Black Lives Matter thing totally flourish, and the city was out of control. At the time, we had a lieutenant governor. Her name is Kathy Hochul. Now she's the governor, and she wants to keep the job. She's, the election is this November. She is now the governor. She was elevated because Cuomo had to leave, and there was a debate. It's kind of interesting. Tom Swazi is the Democrat opposing her. Very impressive. Jamani Williams, not as much. But uh, the media were absolutely terrible. This is an important debate. All right. We got a lot. Everybody's got big issues. You saw what happened. Look at how they started things.
4: We've already heard your campaign speeches.
1: Right. No, I, we haven't. Most people haven't. They don't sit around as governmental affairs reporters all day long listening to these people give speeches. This is the moment, prime time, a debate. Let's hear from them. But it's a game show. It's a game show to these reporters. They don't care. It's about them, not us, not you. They did this before.
4: How do you convince a family that their future should be here? Please look into the camera and give that family your 30, this one right here, <laughs> Thank and, yourself, give, and give that family your 30-second elevator pitch. Go. We'd like you to give that CEO your 30-second elevator pitch, and please be specific about what you will offer them. Go.
1: On your markets, go it's very silly, but they're silly people, these reporters and a lot of politicians, too. Back to Kathy Hochul, uh, got busted for lying. And um, didn't have the nerve to look the guy in the eye.
4: David, Curriculum. I have to answer one thing. She said that I support the don't say gay law, which is she knows 100 percent, Governor. You know, Governor, 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 you know that that's not true. I said very clearly I'm a 100 percent against that law. Back in 2009, okay. I wrote right, an op-ed piece to the New York Times. All right, Mr. Swaz, so you've, 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 you've had right, a second
0: exactly. there to, to, to rebut. Let me, let, because we do have a lot of ground to cover.
1: They jump right in. The moderators jump right in when there's a potential for an actual exchange of ideas, some give and take. They always do this. They protect their favorites. Not sure who their favorite was here. Uh, a little bit more.
4: She had a running mate who supported defund the police as his main plank running for controller of New York City. So I'll bring together the legislature and try and pass legislation if the Supreme Court votes to unrule, overrule, concealed carry. But remember, Kathy Hochul voted for concealed carry. Thank you, Mr. Suozzi. Ms. Hochul, a brief rebuttal? This, those attacks, uh, where do I not begin? an attack, yeah. Governor. That's a, the facts. That, that you were is, endorsed by the NRA. You took money from the NRA. That's not an attack. That's the facts of the matter. I know you want to slough it off. Excuse me. It's my turn to answer the Go question. Go right ahead we have been waiting months for you to answer this question. Please stop interrupting me. People want to hear my answer, which is I've addressed this. That attack is over a decade ago.
1: Please stop interrupting me. You know where she gets this stuff? Kamala Harris. Remember Kamala Harris? That was uh, she lost the debate to Mike Pence. But this was her big moment
4: because the president wanted people to remain calm. Well, let's go. So no, but Susan, I, this is important. Susan, I, and I, I want to add, but if Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. I
1: have to I'm to
2: speaking.
1: In. Wow. So, so heroic. I'm speaking. Don't interrupt. All right. So, look, I don't know where you live. Uh, we got big problems here in New York. This Kathy Hochul is a problem. All right. She's vain and vapid, in my opinion, and can do a lot of damage as the governor of New York. There are better options out there. Stay with us. Donald Trump. At a uh, rally today, take a look at him. He's getting younger. He's getting thinner, leaner, and better. He's more prepared than ever before. We'll be right back. All right, the January 6th hearings, um, they're not impressing anybody. It's a total and complete bust. This guy was so weird. We talked about it last night. I got a little bit more uh, tonight. Uh, And it's frustrating the mainstream media. They can't stand it that the
4: people know the truth and aren't listening to them. I refuse to cover this. They don't think it's news. The fact that. Trump officials, people close to the president are showing that they thought he was completely detached from reality and they were trying to hold the line while our democracy was being pulled apart. Like this is not an argument as to whether or not It is the truth being laid out before the eyes of the American people. It's not an argument that this is an important news story that should be covered by legitimate news organization. And yet we have this problem. Um,
0: I just need to correct one thing. Yeah. They know it's the truth.
4: They know it's the truth. You said they don't think
0: it's the truth. No, they know it's the truth. They know their viewers don't
1: want to see the truth.
4: Well, maybe they do. Well.
1: Uh, we talk about it. We show folks, but uh, we know what the truth is, and we know when we're being lied to. And would you like to see some truth right now? Ultimately, I'm always right. Always right. Go for it, Mr. President. Together, we're going to
4: fight for a future that is pro family, pro faith, pro freedom, pro life, pro police, pro Second Amendment. Pro-science, pro-woman, and 100% pro-American.
1: Pro Pro all that stuff? Who can be against it? The Democrats will find a way. By the way, seriously, he looks slimmer. It looks like he's getting younger to me. He also brought up, and I thought this was very powerful, Ashley Babbitt. We haven't forgotten her. We will not forget her. President Trump has not forgotten her. Killed on January 6th. President Trump.
2: Nobody was
4: killed except for a wonderful young woman named Ashley Babbitt, who was viciously shot. And in my opinion, for absolutely no reason, by a police officer. They wanted they wanted to keep this officer shielded. They didn't want anyone to know his name. Now, when it happens on the other side, Oh, they, they plastered pictures up. I've never seen anything. But they wanted to shield him. And then all of a sudden, he's doing an interview on, like, NBC fake news. And, or well, one of the networks, he's doing, oh, he's doing an interview. He didn't want to be sure. He was so proud of what he did. I watched him. I said, this guy's actually proud of what he did. He shot her. Point blank, just shot her.
1: He did, and I watched him, too, Lieutenant Michael Byrd. Something very, very strange about all of this, and we're going to find out. We are going to find out. You know, if you listen to the fake news day in and day out uh, for the past couple of years, you might just think if you're not following this stuff closely, if you don't lean right, potentially, you'll think Donald Trump is a monster.
0: Jefferson Davis was a traitor to the United States of America, and so was Donald Trump.
1: More than a few people in Trump's immediate orbit, and Trump himself richly and actually deserve the title of traitor. I just want to ask the Trump voters, I know you're out there, I know some of you watch me. (laughs) What is left for you? He's plainly a traitor.
0: This is a strong term I'm going to use, but I'm going to say it on purpose.
1: Donald Trump is a traitor. This is nonsense, this really is. These are all lies, actually, but if you're not engaged in the news and you're just kind of going about your business, this stuff could really infect your your thinking. And whether it's a traitor, oh yeah, another favorite, racist, misogynist,
3: He is a flat-out racist, and it's what he's played on for 16 months. He is a bigot. He is a racist. He is a misogynist.
4: When he talks that way, the way he did on this tape, it confirmed that he is truly a racist. And Donald Trump is a misogynist racist, okay? The president is a misogynist. He doesn't like women. You
2: hit back very quickly against the president today, calling him, and I'm quoting you now, a disgusting misogynist.
0: I mean, I'm not really sure why people don't get it. Donald Trump is
4: a racist.
1: Because we know him. We know him, and we know who you guys are, especially you, Michael Cohen. Um, And they don't stop, they don't stop. Now, if you are just a person, this could affect you. Hey, one more clip. What else did they say about him? He wasn't good at the job.
3: Obviously, we know that Donald Trump is incompetent, that he lies repeatedly. Trump is incompetently handing. Handling that pandemic. It doesn't surprise
1: us that Trump is incompetent when it comes to foreign policy. Trump's incompetent.
4: Look, Trump is incompetent. We're seeing this in coronavirus, but we're seeing it
1: in his handling of the economy, too. The drumbeat, the drumbeat every single day for six years. Joe Biden, by the way, hmm, has the drumbeat. Now, we all know it. We all know the truth about this guy, and they don't say it. It's such a rigged system. Now, here's a lawyer named Hirschman. He used to work for Donald Trump. I have a theory about him. I don't think he was particularly close to the president. He's now a star witness in the, uh, what do you call it, uh, the January 6th hearings. Um, but I think he was affected by all the stuff that was in the air about Donald Trump and January 6th.
2: To him, are you out of your effing mind? Right? I said, I. Said, I only want to hear two words coming out of your mouth for now on. Orderly transition. And I screamed "I said, I don't want to hear any other effing words coming out of your mouth, no matter what, other than orderly transition. Repeat those words to me. And I screamed and said, eventually he said, orderly transition. I said, good, John. Now I'm going to give you the best free legal advice you're ever getting in your life. Get a great effing criminal defense lawyer. You're going to need it. And then I hung up on him. Big guy, tough guy, Uh,
1: according to him, having an argument with John Eastman, one of President Trump's lawyers. uh, January 6th, I think he was spooked by it. And that was the intent. That was the intent by... Whomever was behind January 6th, and we don't know, because they're not asking those questions. They don't want them answered, that January 6th hearing, do they? All right, oh, one of the star witnesses is um, Judge Ludig. Now, back in the day, Judge Ludig looked like this. Um, Now he looks different, and he's certainly acting different. Very strange individual. There's something off about this guy, And the way he talked, and by the way, he's not just worried about President Trump. You know, he's a real bushy. He's worried about us, too. I have written,
4: as you said, Chairman Thompson, that today, almost two years after that fateful day in January, 2021, that still Donald Trump and his allies and supporters are a clear and present danger to American democracy.
1: Saying things like that is actually the clear and present danger to American democracy. And I don't like the use of that term. It suggests that extraordinary means can be used to take out those, uh, that danger, that clear and present danger. And they love saying it.
4: A clear and present danger. Democrats painting a damning picture of a lawless president.
3: Donald Trump is a clear and present danger to our country. Now they understand what uh, so many of us have been saying for so long, Mm -hmm. and that is that uh, Donald Trump presents a clear and present danger and that he is a national security threat.
1: No, 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 no. All that hype, all that distortion. You can say it loud and clear. We know the truth. And even those who had their doubts, I think, are coming around. You want to see the clear and present danger to America? That guy. We can all see it. We can all feel it. Losing overseas. Turmoil at home. Recession. On the eve of a recession. This, this guy is the real danger. Hey, there's a Let's Go Brandon store in Massachusetts. All kind of Let's Go Brandon paraphernalia, hats, sweatshirts. Somebody drove their car right into the store trying to destroy it. And they almost did. We're going to meet the owner when we come back.
2: Newsmax. Shoots it straight. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax.
3: They don't tell me how to think. They let me decide.
2: Real news for real people.
3: As you can hear the chants from the crowd, let's go, Brandon.
1: Let's go, Brandon, huh? What a. It's not over that phenomenon. You're looking at the New England for Trump store. One of them, this is in Easton, Massachusetts. Hey, by the way, they also call it informally the Let's Go Brandon store. But somebody tried to destroy it with a car, almost a suicide mission. Take a look at this surveillance video from the inside. Uh, Fortunately, nobody was hurt. This was deliberate. The guy who did it had all kinds of anti-Trump bumper stickers. The 46-year-old driver was arrested. We'd like to bring in Keith Lambert. He is the owner of New England for Trump stores. Uh, Keith, welcome back to Newsmax. We had you on when you opened this store. Hey, was anybody hurt?
0: No, thank God. That was my biggest concern, was making sure that everybody was safe. And, uh, you know, God willing, everybody was safe. There was no injuries unfortunately, the store was pretty much straight. As you can see behind me, this is where it was all boarded up. This is the, the way that they came right into the store.
1: Happened right right there. All right. So the driver, his name is Sean Flaherty. He is facing charges, reckless operation, malicious destruction. And he had that anti-Trump sticker uh, on his Volkswagen Jetta. I think we'll take a look at it. Let me just ask you this as we do. Did this guy, was he known to you? Was he coming into the store, hassling you guys at all?
0: No, and not that, not that I know of. I'm no one mentioned that he was. Um, he did say he had some voices in his head that told him that he needed to do it, which I, I don't understand that. But um, yeah, definitely could have been disastrous, and uh, thankfully no one was hurt. Uh, there were some people shopping right just about where I'm sitting right now, which is right where he drove into, and there was uh, the clerk was about to go to the bathroom. So had he come a little earlier a little later he could have definitely killed someone
1: absolutely wow well we are very fortunate um this guy bad bad news how much uh how much damage have you estimated
0: yeah i'm i'm still trying to work it out and uh, it's it's like 40 bags worth of i mean every t-shirt every hat you know had shards of glass in it and it just had to be tossed it was a ton of glassware that we had just bought this this uh, company in the United States that makes glassware with bullets in it. But, um, you know, it's in the tens of thousands of dollar range with well, the damage.
1: Well, there are still products available, correct? And we can go to nefortrump.com, dot com. New England for Trump, the nefortrump.com, dot com and uh, all the T-shirts, hats and uh, other cool. Let's go, Brandon. Pro Trump stuff is still available, correct?
0: Yeah, so we
1: have let's go brandonstore.org as well. Okay, let's yes. go brand in and n e for trump dot com. Hey, um, uh, this is very unfortunate. Uh, we saw customers there. You're in Massachusetts, though. You yes. get any shade from the community? I mean, it's uh, it's not exactly <laughs> MAGA land up there in Massachusetts. I know there are plenty of people though who do like Trump. What's the mood like in that town?
0: Toward you. I mean, yes. I mean, at this point, I, I think that uh, people are waiting to see what's going to happen. Um, you know, we, we were getting ready to be a little busy for Father's Day. We do get busy on Father's Day weekends. And we did uh, bring a bunch of different items that hopefully, uh, you know, we were going to sell. And now, obviously, uh, you know, they didn't. And we had some hats made up, Ultra mega hats, which are uh, also available on the website. And uh, a lot of a lot of interesting glassware, you know, that have, have bullets inside them. Now, wait a but, second,
1: wait, wait, wait. What is the thing with the bullet inside the glass? I have not seen one of those before. What what does that signify? It, What's it?
0: Well, lucky shot. This company, they make a lot of different uh, bullet type items that they put inside glass, or they'll have it as a bottle opener, keychain, and um, you know, they just they do a lot of really neat type items like this all right very cool hey let me ask you something do you think you'd be doing any
1: of this if that if that race car driver and the reporter you know if this hadn't happened would your life be different let's take a look at that moment
3: oh my god it's such an unbelievable moment brandon you also told me i can hear the chants from the the crowd let's go brandon (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's I mean, did you have plans to sell pro-Trump material products before that? Or is that what it
0: instigated that really made it all come together? Well, no, we had stores open from when he ran back in, you know, we had in 2019. The store's been here for two years, but it kind of gave it a rejuvenation. And I kind of changed the name on some of the stores to Let's Go Brandon. And it really took off at that point uh, once once they gave us that term.
1: Well, I hope you stay in business for a long time. I want to see this video, if you don't mind, uh, one more time, because it's pretty shocking. And I've never really talked to anybody like you who owned a store. Can you roll? We've all seen this stuff at one time or another, but boom, (laughs) that guy who runs out, uh, do you know who he is and uh, what happened to him? I mean, he's fine, but did you uh, check in with him?
0: yeah, he's our store clerk, and he's a great guy, gives all of himself. He's a Vietnam vet, and he actually consoled the gentleman afterwards. You know, the guy has mental illness. The voices in his head were telling him to do it. Uh, there's an image of him and a police officer all picking up an American flag from outside in the rubble. And uh, it's a it's a great shot. And it just that just kind of shows it's a pro-American store. I mean, it's what it is. I get it. I get it. Well, my best
1: to your clerk, best to all your employees, Keith Lambert, check out um nefortrump.com. And I'm sorry, it's the org. Let's
0: go org.
1: Let's go brandonstore.org. And this has been going on since twenty nineteen. Good stuff, sir, to be continued, and we'll be right back. Thanks, Greg. it didn't take long for joe biden to destroy what donald trump built under president trump everyone prospered our economy boomed with biden inflation skyrockets americans struggle to afford gas and groceries president trump started the wall biden stopped the wall allowing a surge of illegals to cross the border biden promised to defeat COVID, but more americans have died under biden than under trump america needs strong leaders not weak ones stop the biden agenda American Express, they say, don't leave home without it. Uh, Okay, but did you know that American Express has gone crazy woke like the rest of corporate America? They're there. uh, They modify their emblems a little bit. On the left is for gay pride. On the right, uh, for Black Lives Matter. They buy into all of this stuff. And a lot of folks who work at Amex aren't really digging it. This is Nick Williams, and it looks like he may have been pushed out because, well, he's white, and he's a man, and he's just not considered all that fashionable these days. For more on what's happening to him and in the rest of America, let's bring in Kenny Hsu. He is the president of Color Us United and author of an important book, An Inconvenient Minority, The Attack on Asian American Excellence and the Fight for Meritocracy. Kenny Welcome back. How did you find this
3: guy or how did he find you? When we started our Un-American Express campaign, we we relied on the testimony of whistleblowers across American Express. American Express is a huge organization. They're not going to be taken down easily. But the man who stood out to us was Nick Williams. Why? because he was the number one performer at American Express three out of the last eight years, the number one salesman in all of American Express. And he was the winner of the, the Chairman's Award, the most prestigious award given to salesmen at American, American Express three out of the past eight years. Um, his story is one of his high performance, his loyalty to the company, the fact his productivity all being shafted. In the name of woke, because American Express decided that they had uh, they had to get rid of white high performing men like him and replace them with their woke ideals. So, how did
1: they they had to come up with some pretext for removing him? I would imagine this is a big company; they're smart. You know, they don't want to be sued. What did they uh, What did they tell him on the
3: way out? So, what happened was there was a, a black woman who was denied by Nick a line of credit to start a big business. Uh, She was behaving very rudely towards him and his black male colleague. She complained to the CEO uh, for racism. The CEO started a 73-day-long investigation against Nick Williams. Um, They used KGB-like tactics to attack him, attack his character. They brought 12 lawyers to interrogate him, and ultimately they terminated him without even giving him a stated reason. And you know what? They even offered him a severance package. If he just shut up and didn't speak his mind on this, they would have given him a six-figure settlement. And Nick Williams, thank God, rejected that settlement. And that is why he's able to speak out today. And that is why we at Colorist United have to support him and his lawsuit against American Express.
1: Uh, that is amazing. Uh, we're, you're, you're summarizing the information. I mean, it, it reverberates. I mean, it resonates. We know that this is happening. You have an interesting program uh, that you're launching. I got it right here. Labor Day. Listen down. It's a campaign. You want bosses to talk to the people
3: who matter, their employees. Explain this to us, please. If you're an employee of a woke company, you're probably going or you will likely go through a scenario one day that will be similar to Nick Williams. And in order to stop wokeness, we have to tell CEOs to listen to their employees, to stop listening to woke HR consultants and woke diversity consultants and woke lawyers and start listening to the experiences of their employees. So we need you. To go to ColorUsUnited.org and tell your story. And by the way, you can remain anonymous. Pick your industry, um, put your story down, put your comment down, put it on our Labor Day Listen Down profile. And on Labor Day, we're going to send this message. We're going to package your message with tens of thousands of other employees. And we're going to tell CEOs, stop listening to your consultants start listening to your employees tired of wokeness.
1: Love it. Absolutely love it. ColorUsUnited.org, all the information is at the bottom of the screen. And also, if you'd like to help out Mr. Williams, who, wow, he's going through a lot right now, uh, on AmericanExpress.com slash whistleblower. Kenny Shu, we appreciate it once again. To be continued, many, many thanks.
3: Thank you. All right. We'll be right back.
2: Newsmax Shoots it straight. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell me how to think. They let me decide.
4: Real news for real people.